How's it going on this beautiful Wednesday afternoon? My house is currently getting ran by a generator. Uh, we had a nasty ice storm and it took out all the power and it says the power will be back on in about four days. So I got Jenny running and we're all good. I got heat still and I got the well still going. So I got my essential needs. So how's it going? I mean, it's kind of just February, you know, ice and all that. There's not really much outdoor stuff to do right now. Um, we did some small game stuff the previous weekend. Uh, and then I, I know shed hunting is getting really on a lot of people's minds right now. And it's not cross mine yet because I really don't want to be just walking on a sheet of ice right now. So maybe in a couple of weeks and all that, I can never even find them. It, it seems like I always like maybe on the fuel edges and stuff, but I just never really find them. It'd be a lot for me to find two, three in a, in a, in a season. So uh, on this episode, we have our uh, new guest. His name is Daniel, a.k.a. Oz. He's a younger kid. Uh, he's kind of done everything backwards, if you want to think of a Michigan hunter. He's um, been to Alaska and hunted, and he's been to Iowa for deer hunting and all that, and, and still yet to take a Michigan buck, but uh, I, I think time is coming for the kid. I mean, he's got plenty of time, and uh, he talks about his hunts and all that from out in Alaska and all this. And the, his dad's done some pretty astonishing hunts. So like, it's really like unique to like pick his brain. Cause, and, Cause he's just like kind of has done everything. What a lot of people would always strive to do, but he's done it first. So it's really cool to see that, but he's still like still grinding out going to Iowa public land and all that stuff. And I mean, still putting in boots on the ground and all that stuff stuff for the so in, you know no free lunches for this kid so he's gonna be a killer in a couple of years but uh definitely got some really wild stories about public land here in michigan too so i i kind of after i heard his story i was like i would never hunt public land ever again so stay tuned to that uh thanks for listening welcome back to the generation to hunt podcast i got a full studio here and then i got one caller the callers mean that. Yeah, we started great. We're so bad at the introduction. If we could just skip that part of the podcast, we'd be killing it. For sure. So I got Shawnee to my right. Hello. <laughs> and then a new guest, Oz. Introduce yourself. Um, my They go, call me Oz, but my name's Daniel Ozminski. I'm a friend of Shawnee's for a long, for a long time. Put that mic real, real close. Not, to my face. Yeah, that's perfect right there. So we're, uh, man, this is driving me nuts. It's mm -hmm. special. We're having technical issues right now. It's driving me nuts. So it's partially probably because I'm at home. Yeah, Matt curled up in a blanket. Matt's <laughs> Joe doesn't even have your name spelled right in his phone. No, I have it <laughs> so wrong. It's like rosin. <laughs> it's literally on Facebook, like. Oh, I can't, get I, on social media and look at it. I can't spell. It's all right. Man. Oh, okay. Well, we're off to a great start. <laughs> it's a shitty start. 
Dan, how's it going? It's going good. Yeah. Having a good time. Weather's shit, but... Weather's shit, and crashed my car like three weeks ago, so it's like... (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't really affect me right now, but... (laughs) Uh, Weather this winter has not been ideal for uh, outdoor sports. Uh, Ice fishing's been useless. Rabbit hunt's been not ideal. So I'm pretty much just waiting on spring here. Yep, turkey season's around the corner. It was pretty good that weekend you guys just went on, right? It was, it was real sunny and but it wasn't. Like we had like we didn't see one squirrel, and we it tried. was windy. I mean, it wasn't that windy to were be you honest. Squirrel hunting or rabbit hunting? We were rabbit hunting. Well, we we're doing both. We we're squirrel yeah. hunting and rabbit hunting. We seen tons of rabbits, but squirrels we didn't see none and i can't believe people limit out again i think they're cheating 100 <laughs> percent. i don't understand how people can limit out every time at that time yo i'm pretty sure we should probably not be accusing other people of cheating in a competition we didn't Uh-oh. even show up to weigh our animals in. <laughs> no it's, that's my uh coping mechanism to say we're bad hunters you guys need to they had to be there. cheating Need me to snipe all the rabbits you missed, huh? Probably. Matt Matt choked up like ten times. Oh, I swear he was like he's just looking at him. I have a video of it. I'll show you. He's just with his shotgun, he's looking at this rabbit one away. Like <laughs> That's like the first time Mika's took us rabbit hunting with the with this beagle. It's the first rabbit pops out. Everybody sees it. We're like, Oh shit, who's gonna shoot it? Mika runs up to the, the, the where the track was, he goes, Eh, I'll just let the let the dog get it. Fucking lets it run away. I mean, we ended up getting that one. Remy was not quite as, uh, he, he was kind of all over the place, uh, this weekend when we went out. I think we were all over the place. But back to the subject of the matter. So, Oz, this, uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, I mean, how'd you get started? And it sounds like from a very young age, I mean, yeah. You know, progress from there. Okay, so um, I got started with hunting when I was about four. My dad got me my first uh, longbow, and I would just go out with him when he'd go hunting uh, around here, which wasn't very much because he, he goes everywhere. But whenever he would go out in Michigan for whitetail, I'd go with him and uh, start and been hunting for 24 now, so 20 years. And uh, I've shot, I shot traditional archery for long time i just recently switched compounds uh, this is my second year using them um i've been hunting in what are you laughing about i've been hunting in uh, alaska utah uh, iowa kansas wyoming uh, michigan obviously um did i say kansas already yeah yeah so nebraska and uh that's pretty much it I've been black bear hunting in Alaska. Uh, elk hunting was Utah. Uh, Kansas, Nebraska was whitetail and turkey. And then Michigan. I've been bear hunting with my dad on Drummond Island. And then whitetail all around. But... So, so what do you think your favorite hunt so far? Of all the places that you've been and all the hunts you've done, what do you think you would list as your favorite hunt so far? It would, man probably have to be the alaska one because we so we went up there with about six or seven of me and my dad's hunting friends 
and we uh, we flew into Anchorage, drove to Homer, and that's where we we had chartered a boat, and we we were on the boat for about two weeks, and we would uh, in the mornings we'd like glass all the islands around the where we were at in the location, and if we saw a bear on the beach, we'd get on the skiff and try and go put a stock on it because we were all using our longbows at the time. I brought a rifle as well, just in case, because um, I didn't I didn't get very close to any of these bears. <laughs> but you're good. Okay, but um, so then at night the captain of the boat or whatever, he would um, he would have like spots that he knew of that were good areas to go, and he'd send us out there and be like, yeah, go sit there. And we went in the I can't. Yeah, it was summer. It was summer, so it was it wouldn't get dark till like midnight one o'clock it was it was weird sleeping in that like messed up your circadian rhythm and all that but we'd uh we could just go out and sit and look for bears we didn't have bait we didn't have any of that stuff it was but it was really it was really cool we got to fish a lot we caught a bunch of halibut and rockfish and um and i was the only one who got a bear we had uh went to this uh, specific spot we sat there for about a week because we had seen uh two bears there the the whole time the the one he was younger he was the one i ended up shooting but he would he would come in i mean 80 yards from us and we were just sitting up against a rock we didn't have that was all we got and but we kept holding off on him because i had seen a massive bear but he was like he would just hang out about 400 yards from where we were and he, he never came any closer than that. But um, it was cool because when I did shoot him, it was about, I think it was 110 yards. And it dropped him right there. I can't remember what caliber of gun I was using. It was a while ago. But. Um, your dad told us that one time. Yeah, I know. The, uh, it's called the guide gun, yeah. they call it. But I can't remember what it's chambered in. But it made short work of that bear. he he, he, he dropped him on the spot um and it was the last day of the hunt because i had wanted to get one with my bow because i thought that would have been really really cool story but last day of the hunt came around this bear had been coming in every day for the past week and i was like yeah dad i'm I'm gonna shoot him and um it was cool because uh when we when we get dropped off the tide was out so we'd walk quite a ways but by the time we were going back the tide had come came in so we were just able to float the bear on the little like river that had been formed by the ocean and got him to the skiff and then got him to the boat and my dad had uh i don't know if you guys have ever experienced it. you've shot a bear right yeah uh minkus have you got a bear before no, no. i've never even seen a wild bear in person <laughs> okay um, sure you're all right <laughs> i was just saying no um it's <laughs> the only thing i've done better than me mad at <laughs> But um, my dad had always told me, like, because he's he shot, I think, six bears over his time. But he told me that when you when you shoot a bear and when you skin it and you, like, take the head and the, the feet and stuff, it looks like a human. It's, it's really weird how it looks like a, like a human being. And I didn't believe him until we were processing that bear on the boat in pitch black in the middle of the ocean. And when we dumped what we weren't taking overboard, you could like see it sinking like through the through the water like 20 feet down. It was just really eerie, but it was really cool. We saw, I mean, we saw killer whales, humpback whales, seals. It was just 
it was a really amazing trip. How long does it typically take to skin a deer and clean it and all of that? I mean, that'd be like, kind of depends on how good you are at it, right? <laughs> right. I mean, well, you had seven guys. Oh, well, they, they weren't doing it. It was, it was me. How long thing. did it take you? I probably, probably an hour. Just because I'd never done it yeah. before. That's, that don't seem like long at all. No, it's not, but it's like, you're really like cautious when you're doing yeah. it. So you don't fuck the pelt up. Mm. You know, it's like kind of just taking your time if it's a, a decent sized bear it's kind of like when you do all the like the paws or whatever you want to call them and you have to flip them over and it, it just depends on how heavy that bear is mm-hmm. yeah and he wasn't he wasn't the biggest bear in the world but i mean we and like we ate we didn't my dad told me like you don't eat every part of the bear like it's only certain certain things so we took what we were going to eat and the rest was Rest was for the for the killer whales that were in the area. That was creepy. So what was the ratio? Like how many black bears to like uh, brown bears? You did you see or? Well, we didn't see any brown bears, but we saw a few grizzlies, and um, but I mean there are a lot more black bears. Like um, I'm I'm looking at moving to Alaska when I'm done with school and stuff, and <laughs> the um, when you're a resident there, you can hunt black bears whenever you want to basically because there's so many of them um so i mean there's no shortage of black bears in alaska brown bears are a little harder because they're not they're in only certain like regions right like kodiak island is like the best the best place to go for them but but my dad he goes uh sick of blacktail hunting on kodiak island every two years and he sees brown bears all the time down there it's pretty nuts. What was the process as far as, do you remember the process as far as getting your tags and all that to, to be able to hunt out there? Yeah. So black bear is just over the counter. So we just bought them. And then uh, the only difficult part for us on that hunt was getting our guns through like the airlines and stuff. That was really the only, the only issue my dad had. My, my gun came through, but his, they, they were doing some fuckery with it. I don't, I don't, I don't remember, but logistics wise, it wasn't, I was, I was 17 when we went, so I don't, I wasn't really involved in the, in the like planning process, but from what I know, like tag wise, it's just over the counter. Yeah. Cause like we were talking before, Joe and I had talked about doing a moose hunt out there and it was like the amount of regulations for something like that were so different. So I wasn't sure if maybe that's how it was for your bear hunt. Yeah, no. Uh, moose and like brown bear and sheep and goat and pretty much everything besides black bear for non-residents is difficult because you got to have a bunch of points uh, for the big big stuff you need a guide Um, and the guides aren't always the best you got to buy you got to get planes because like you normally the process is you go to Alaska you fly into Anchorage you drive to wherever you're going and then you get a uh, bush plane, a pilot, and he flies you out in this little super cub. You, you guys know. Yeah. Yeah. And then you land in some lake in the middle of absolute nowhere. Then they just leave you there. And for moose specifically, I had a, we have a friend who, his name's Brian Burkhart. He goes to Alaska every year for moose. And he it's 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 insane like he will go he he got an offer you guys know the show alone yeah mm-hmm. so yeah. he got offered to do that show 
and he was texting me about it. <laughs> he said, yeah, I mean, this is a cool show. It's cooler than Naked and Afraid because they had offered for him to do that too. <laughs> but he was like, yeah, but I just I can't do it because it's going to interfere with my, my yearly moose hunt. I was like, man, that must be nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's it. That's you like win like half a million dollars if you make it through the as the last one standing in that show. Yeah, yeah. And it's like you can moose hunt every fucking day <laughs> that much money. Yeah. Well, I mean, he goes all the time. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. I, that's kind of why I want to move there so I yeah. can hunt all these things all the time. Dan or fucking Joe, you need to fix your shit. It's your. It's the text on your cables. Once you send a text, it'll it'll mess up the phone. Yeah, Sean's over here texting. Sean's Johnny that ten over. minutes ago. Yeah, Sean's got his phone up by the uh, little deck there, doesn't he? No, his head's by his, the phone, or the, the cable, but it's all good. Yeah. Rookie mistake. It's all right. It's okay. Uh, but that that Alaska hunt, and the only one that like comes close to it is uh, uh, I was in Utah for elk, and that was that was awesome. It's was just, it while they were riding? Yeah, yeah, we heard. Oh, it was, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't shoot a bull. It was a, it was like a, PBS youth hunt that I got to go on. And uh, okay. so we just had cow spike tags. But, I mean, you could hear them. It was so cool. We saw one monster. And he he was just – he probably got within 15 yards of us through the aspens. And he was just rack, raking his, his rack on the aspens. And they were just – it was it was really, really cool. The country's just awesome. Elk hunting is just something else. Just screaming in your oh, face. <laughs> it's so cool. Yeah. Did you get a cow? No, I shot a cow with my. Was I using my longbow or my recurve? I think I think I was using my longbow, and um, had a cow come in to water, and it was probably 22 yards. And I, I was ready. I was at full draw for about two minutes, because she every time, like I I get I got up and I pull back a little bit, and she'd look right at me, and then. I wouldn't move, and that went to and for, because my dad was up above me on the side, and he had been filming, and he had, uh, can't remember what he did, but he made some noise that <laughs> put that cow on edge, and so when I ended up shooting, uh, trajectory was perfect, it would have been great, but, I mean, she ducked it, I mean, her belly scraped the floor, so it, it ended up hitting her in the shoulder, and we... We tracked her for like, for quite a long time, but they, 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 she was, she lived. There wasn't anything. Still a cool experience. Oh yeah, I mean. it was awesome. Did you uh, you light your dad up about scaring the? Oh no, elk? no, no, no. I was like, <laughs> Dad. I, I remember saying, I was like, Dad, did you, what were you doing up there? He's like, oh, I was just trying to film it. I was like, I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna yell at him or anything. I mean, he's bringing me hunting with him, all <laughs> good stuff. So, I mean, that's pretty crazy for how, how young were you when you did that? Uh, that, I was 14. Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah for that, I that, mean, it's that. kind of crazy for just how young you are, all the trips you've taken. So, you've yeah. turkey hunted in Kansas yep. and Can- deer hunted in Kansas? Yeah. The deer hunting was unsuccessful, but uh, I got a turkey in Kansas and Nebraska. And then uh, was, I got one with my bow in Wisconsin, and that was on another deer hunt. And, you just uh, not deer hunt at all in Michigan? Or, well, like, it's, it's got to be hard to hunt in Michigan. Yeah. I feel like, so, all that. 
my dad hunts a lot. Um, I think I talked about this a little bit already, but he yeah. hunts a lot around the world and around the country. So we don't have like any, it's all public land for us. And um, when I went down to college, I couldn't hunt for like, I wasn't able to hunt for like four years. And when I came home, I was able to get back into it again. It's when I started really hunting by myself, deer hunting here, like with my friends and, and stuff like that. So whitetail hunting, I am just now really like starting to get into it a lot, a lot more than I was when I was younger. That's a, <laughs> that's so like weird. And you were born and raised in Michigan. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, Shorts Creek. Wow. So it's just like such a weird, like scenario like just to be everything backwards almost and then yeah are, are you are you like you're obviously you'll probably love all the alaskan trips but like is that whitetail bug kind of just creeping up on you just oh kinda, yeah. yeah it's been the past two three years since i've been able to go out and do it because i i wasn't able to for a long time because right. I, I played football and i could not go <laughs> somewhere and i had one buddy who had property down in ohio but he <laughs> He would just say, "Yeah, we'll go shoot whenever, shoot one whenever we want to. And like, don't even go by tag." And I was like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like that." Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, and we um, but like I I go hunting up north with our other buddy Ryan, and um, Sean doesn't like it up there very much, but no, I, but I I have a good time. I just like being out in the like woods. big wood stuff, the swamp. Mm. <laughs> It's not. It's not really swamp. It's it, just everything's thick. It's very it's thick, the, and, and there are a lot of people. Oh, there all, are a lot. The of biggest, like how far north are we talking? Like uh, Saginaw. Like Saginaw. Uh, above Saginaw. a little bit more, like uh, Beaverton. Okay. Ish. It's the terrain. It's difficult. It's just different from just a lot of fucking thicket. A mile or a, an hour and a half. It's just different. And then it's just like all like row pines. Is it? The only opening or semi clear stuff in the woods is pines and then there ain't shit there no no so no. you're like yeah and then it's just so so crazy just like go one hour north and just like it's, it's a totally different. it's yeah. completely it's different a, it's a different game and it's yeah. it's very it's hard it's it's hard to, it's hard it's hard to navigate through and, and we, fig, figure out how to hunt in that compared yeah, to where exactly. we're at like we we had thought we had found an amazing spot when we went there this year like i mean there was sign everywhere i found a rub that was just as big as the tree it was giant and we all sat kind of general area around there and we didn't i hunted it for three days and i didn't see one deer and uh they they gave up on that spot <laughs> yeah second, i think that, that was a little bit of which we thought it wasn't going to be pressured but yeah. ultimately i think that's that's what it was yeah yeah they always say like a lot of people i know they say like big timber like that like teach you how, teaches you how to be a wood, woodsman, and then like ag will teach you how to kill big deer. Mm. It's like it's like that. So. Yeah, yeah. Like I know a lot more about hunting elk right now than I do about whitetail. It's Jeez. like it's a, it's a it's a weird thing. I love it, but I want to get better at whitetail hunting. I, so I just, in your time, oh sorry. No, go ahead, Mingus. In your time hunting whitetail, uh, do you prefer hunting like? fields and stuff like that or do you prefer that big timber that you guys were just talking about or like down in ohio and stuff like that i prefer i, I haven't hunted any fields like uh I, i'm always in the woods uh, like with the with the timber and stuff like i just don't have i haven't had a um 
like even when when we went to Iowa this year, it was we didn't have any fields or food plots. It was just me and my dad had gone up twice beforehand, put trail cameras down in the hills and in the woods and tried to find it was hard. Like when when you think about Iowa, it's like massive deer everywhere. And that's true. Just not not where we were. Like I saw I saw two bucks. Two big bucks. I saw shit ton of spikes and little fork horns and basket racks and stuff but i only saw like two shooters and that was the one i shot and then uh, one i saw a few days later it was it was didn't you say that one was boone and crockett oh possibly. that one that one was a monster a, <laughs> that was like the iowa deer you think of yeah. like mine i love mine because it, it, I'll, I'll get into the story later but it, it was really cool it was my first buck that i've ever shot with my bow and it was really cool, but that buck I saw a few days later, <laughs> that thing, my, my dad would have shot it, and he didn't shoot anything there because nothing was big enough for him to for him to shoot. But, but yeah, I, I don't I don't have a lot of experience in fields. Um, I just know that from what I know, I'm more comfortable right now in like the in the woods. So, okay. Yeah, if you like seeing deer. Fields in Michigan are fantastic. Yeah, uh, if you like yeah. seeing deer, yeah. Well, <laughs> it's, it's not always the most conducive to shooting uh, the biggest buck when you're hunting in Michigan. But, yeah, I mean, down in Kansas, I guess, depending on where you were at, when we were in Kansas, it was wide open fields. Yeah, so that was there, we there was no woods at all. But, um, yeah, I just was wondering if maybe there's a difference there. I know I'm used to michigan with the ag and stuff like that so learning big timber like when i went to ohio was a chore like i was it was a whole different game and i imagine that's probably how shawnee felt when he uh went up north there a little bit yeah completely different i actually had access to a crop field this year for the first time and it's it's addicting it's probably not the best thing to hunt all the time but it's very addicting but i like it because you know it gives you a little more insight on what these deer are doing and you can see them more and their patterns and stuff like that um you don't always have to hunt fields but if you if you get the chance oh, it's, yeah. it's kind want, of a game changer I want to. like yeah. for whitetail specifically i really want to i just haven't had i haven't had the opportunity but it's it's dangerous though like mm. it's so dangerous because then you're like well i don't want to like if you go like you hunt like a field like that for like a week and then you go back to timber you're like, oh you don't want to do it this sucks yeah, yeah. I've seen it's one addicting deer. yeah i've seen one deer and then you go you go on the field edge and you see a hunter you're like well there's nothing big enough but at least i'm seeing deer so right. if you can hunt the fields forever and you then you get well the cool thing to to... about the cool thing about the field edges though is you can learn kind of how deer interact with each other you know especially mm-hmm. during the rut and things like that so, I mean, if you don't gain anything from it, you can at least gain the knowledge of how deer interact and, and things like that to help when you're in those deeper woods as far as calling and finding sign and stuff like that. Yeah. When I shot my buck this year, I was maybe 50 yards into the woods, field to my back, and the whole time I'm just looking back over my shoulder. Man, I wonder what's in that field back there. <laughs> maybe I should have sat there. Yeah. 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 But then again, you always hear the story like, don't leave deer to find, or don't leave deer to find deer. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Like, it's like, why make it harder on yourself? Yeah. But, but then you're just like, well, if I've been here for fucking a week and I haven't seen anything over 100 inches, well, 
chances are slim unless it's rut i mean you might get a rut bug but yeah the pro- our property me and mika's hunting karana is you want to be on that field edge because nobody else is going to take advantage of it yeah. the the mike's property is great early season but late season when there's no food there it's watching that field from his property hurts yeah, especially when you watch it and you uh have to watch the way the people that own it hunt it and you're just dumbfounded you're sitting in a tree stand dumbfounded at the quality of deer that walk out there and then they go yeah we haven't seen any deer all year yeah i remember sitting on mics and the tower blind i look back into the field they got this little shack right on the field edge and there's a 120 standing right in front of it i'm pretty sure that was on multiple occasions and nobody's there hunting it yeah yeah a lot of the like um when we were in Iowa, we were on public, and we had a bunch of people coming in because we were there in the rut. And we we met this guy in camp who, he was a taxidermist, and he was just showing us pictures, like, 160-plus deer, all these deer they shot. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to shoot deer here unless it's above 180. And I'm sitting there like, I've never even seen a buck that big, <laughs> you bastard. Yeah. But, and it's a, but this guy, I mean, he was serious serious public land hunter he had his kayak he'd go out miles and um he came back one day when we were sitting by the fire and he said uh oh, check this buck out that i passed today and he pulled out his phone and i mean this deer was five yards in front of him where he was sitting and it was it it had to be at least 175 at least and he was like yeah no not, not sure. <laughs> and we were i was looking i asked him i was like why it's like my cousin. It'll be bigger ones. He didn't get a deer. Um, yeah, ask me if you could go with him next time. When, yeah. No, when he when he left, he was like, "Yeah, I probably should have shot that one I took a picture of." Yeah, but it's it's crazy. 170 inch deer. I can tell you, is, is a zero percent of the time is gonna walk by me without getting something thrown yeah. at it. Yeah. Hell, I I I haven't had that much experience with bucks, but I mean. Uh, there were a few points during that hunt I thought about shooting a spike. Just because so <laughs> But I didn't. I didn't. Can you imagine your Iowa story going out to Iowa and they come back with I got a spike? spike. <laughs> no. Oh, well, no, but um, you guys mind if I tell the tell the Iowa story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can, we can so, go on that. I mean, how, like, before we jump into, like, so you had to do, like, the was it four points or something yeah, and all points. that so like how young were you when you started <coughs> um when you i think we just started putting in for iowa points about four or five years ago yeah to so. be honest yeah because my dad he'll go and like he used to have a lease a farm lease there and then he didn't he didn't go um for a long time and then we got back into going to iowa right. but we would what we do is when i get a point you only need one point to go for late muzzle order so that's what we did for years. We go every year, uh, just late season muzzleloader, and um, I mean, I, I shot a doe there once. It, it's hard in late season there, yeah, because they're doing shotgun drives and stuff, yeah. Which I don't like those, but <laughs> <laughs> you can tell the story of uh, you got shot. 
Oh yeah, I did get shot. You have fucking shot. This wasn't like leading the story. <laughs> this brought to our attention. I forgot yeah. about it. To be honest, how do you forget about getting shot? <laughs> Well, that's how it is. I'd be like, hey, my name is Oz, and I got shot. That's yeah. how I introduced yeah. myself. If anybody wants to know about Michigan hunting, ask Oz. Yeah. Uh, well, I was going to wait now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was going to have to wait a couple so, minutes. <laughs> the, the funniest part, well, there are a few real funny parts. It doesn't sound funny at all. The first but. funny part was uh, this was my first hunt that I did by my Like, me and my dad went together, but it was the first time we sat separately. So, How old were you? This. Are, you re- are you gonna release the uh location yeah, it was shawasa public land the place we were gonna go this year minkus oh this was must have been before they did all the draws then because it used to yeah. be like public land you went out you paid like 13 bucks you got a tag and yes. you could go out there but then they got hit with ehd real bad and they moved to a draw which I'm assuming based on this story, because based on my experience out there, the draw is one of the best things they've ever done for a place like that. Oh, yeah. This was before that. This is when we could just go out there. <laughs> but uh, I had I had a spot that me and my dad picked out. I went to go sit it. And um, I get back there, and there's a guy just sitting right. There's a there's a dike, and it leads into another dike, and like like kind of like a T. And the dude's just sitting in the middle of the dike on a chair with a shotgun. So, I was 14. I think I was 14. That's when you could start hunting by yourself, right? Uh, sure. I, I can't remember. I thought it was, I think it was 13. I think then, 13, then it probably was 13. 13 or 14. Or, Whichever one legally lets you hunt by yourself, that, that's the age of Yeah. <laughs> if it's 16, he was 16. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But so I just, I, I kind of walked up to him. I was like, because I didn't know what to do. I was little. And I was like, hey, I'm, I'm going to go down that way about 200 yards. And he's like, okay, I won't shoot that way. He lied. so i walked down there 150 200 yards and i just i went down the dike and had my back to a tree and had a tree uh on my right side because i'm a lefty so (laughs) about i'm sitting there not seeing nothing and about two hours in the hunt i i I saw uh, three does and one like small spike coming through and they crossed They crossed to the right of me, which was towards that gentleman. And, but they were about 40 yards from me, about a hundred and a hundred and 120 from him. And, um, so they walked up the dike and they were so close to me that I could like lean around, rest on that fallen tree that was to my side and be shooting away and up from him. But if he was going to shoot at them, he would be shooting right at me. So I, um, I had my gun ready. I was looking through the scope. I was like about to pull the trigger. And then I heard bang and I whack right on my shoulder. And it took me a second to comprehend what just happened. I was like, oh, holy shit, I just got shot. <laughs> and I like jumped up. Did you hear was, like a whistle? No, I didn't hear nothing. I just, I just heard the bang and, and the, the impact. And he was shooting slugs. Yeah. And so that, that, that bullet went through, went about 150 yards through the deer that I was going to shoot. It ricocheted through the deer and hit me under my gun scope in the shoulder. And um, I, I like jumped up. I was ripping off my clothes because I was freaking out. I thought, thought I was, thought it had gone through me, but it didn't. It had just hit me and bounced off. 
Because I'm assuming it lost all its momentum being that far of a shot and going through a deer. But um, I'm freaking out. I see this fat ass running over just... <laughs> <laughs> are you okay oh my god and i was like yeah i think so and <laughs> uh, i would have fucking put so much if i would have i know you're probably if, shocked if, if but... you were the age you're at now oh dude if i was oh yeah that would have ended a lot differently but being young and naive i was like yeah i'm okay you want help want me to help you drag this deer? what <laughs> you help wait him? wait wait a minute wait a minute this dude shot you and you helped him drag the deer yeah. off. He shot my oh, deer man. and me. <laughs> and I helped him drag it out. And then <laughs> he turned out to be a paramedic too. So what he, did he, he say to you when you were like, "Yeah, you just shot me." He was like, "Oh my god, are you okay?" And I was like, "Yeah, I think so." He was like, "Oh, oh. oh man, you just shot me." <laughs> no, what hunter call Sam Bernstein? Well, no, I couldn't find it. I did look, but I was—I think I was in shock at, at the time. I think most so like, people what, would be. Did it leave just like a oh, hefty bruise. Dude, yeah, I—I I went to the doctor. So, well, so anyway, before I get to that, I um, so I helped this dude drag the deer out. He, by the way, he didn't give me any meat or nothing. I was, I was, I was pretty upset about that. But so after <laughs> I would have just took a hindquarter quarter right off and been like, after that, motherfucker. <laughs> I was walking back to where my dad was, and I didn't have a phone at the time, so I just kind of walked up to him, and he came up all excited. He was like, hey, I heard a shot. Did did you shoot something? And I was like, well, no, but I got shot. <laughs> and he had a little mini heart attack, which I thought was kind of funny at the time. But So, yeah, anyway, I went to the doctor, and um, I mean, the next day, or it was probably that night, I mean, my entire, like, pec and shoulder was just black and purple and i had this like i've got this weird like kind of clicking that still is because it was like right here the slug's probably still on you <laughs> I, I didn't go in it didn't go in it just yeah. hit so me closer like to truck. the shoulder than like the meat of the pack yeah it was it was like right right in medium m midline between my pack and my shoulder um anterior deltoid <laughs> interior deltoid yeah sure i should know this and studying this shit but I don't, I don't remember but yeah it hurt i thought it's a pretty funny story thanks for reminding me of it Jeez, you're the only person i know that's ever been shot before yeah it was an interesting experience i'm still kind of <laughs> salty that he didn't give me any meat wouldn't recommend <laughs> yeah wouldn't recommend yeah wouldn't recommend. yeah well, 10 out of 10 not recommend it and you still hunt public land that's crazy that yeah. me i'm like never again the, the, you like, still hunt? Do you gun hunt public land in Michigan still? Oh yeah, it's just I I'm a little more. I'll never go up to a dude and tell him I'm going this way again. I'll just if I see someone there. This is something I just didn't know at the time. If I see someone sitting where I was gonna sit, just go somewhere else. Yeah. Don't far. Yeah. Yeah, far. Real. Far. It's still so <laughs> fucked up because like, you know, like ignorance is like bliss. Like when you don't know somebody. Oh my god, I didn't know you yeah. were down there. But like, he hey, I, I'm going right there, and then like, fucking twenty minutes later, blast you! I've been yeah, and I made pissed. sure I asked him like if it was okay. Like when I was talking to him, I was like, "Is it all right? I I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm young." And he's like, "Yeah, no, it's it's fine. Just go go down there. I I won't shoot that way." 
<laughs> See, that's what deer does. People just don't understand. Deer, deer will change people. They don't give a <laughs> morals, morals, crime. Go out the window. They said, "Fuck this kid." <laughs> 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 Fuck this. <laughs> I didn't like that kid from the get go. <laughs> 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 yeah, but I, I'm a little, I'm a little more scared when I go to Iowa for late season, when I know they're doing those shotgun drives. Because I mean, they will shoot you. They, they do not care. Did you run into a lot of people when you were down in Iowa? Uh, for late season, yeah, uh, we see, we 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 ran into a shotgun drive once, like we were just walking, and all of a sudden we just heard bang, 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 and we, they were like twenty guys. Just all in the line, walking around. Something moved. They shot it, and it's it hurts the deer population there. It's I don't know, I don't like it. I don't like shotgun drives. I think they're. I've seen some like, I've seen some videos of deer like sneaking through them. Not like they'll they'll bump them and they'll they'll run through the line or s- stuff like that. Mm. But they'll like almost stay put and walk to cover, and they'll walk right around them. Don't even see the deer. Mm. I can, I can see it. Some deer are damn smart. Yeah. Yeah. I don't... It's crazy to think how different hunting there is than, say, even here. Like, for them, deer drives are pretty normal, regular yeah. thing. Here, it's, I'd say it happens, but it doesn't, most people aren't out doing a ton of deer drives. Yeah, no, and it's not like, like there they have up to 40, 50 people that go out with semi-all shotguns, and they just they will kill anything that moves but here like i mean i've done it here with my dad where it's just he'll start in one spot and try and drive something to me yeah it's not like different it's not like a a shooting line it's just like all right hopefully i bump i hopefully i bump them this way like on my way well yeah a deer drive was how the world record was killed that's how hansen killed his buck is they drove it out of a swale and he shot it so maybe we're just on the wrong way yeah yeah I'd prefer not to get shot. Yeah, not the best. <laughs> well, according to according to us here, it only hurts for a day or two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You gotta you gotta wear that while you go fucking public land hunting. Well, yeah, I don't even know if that would, that that but it wouldn't no. help me though. No, the, the you'd be fucked. Right there. But yeah, so that was that was that story. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's crazy that you still go out, like, dude. Like, I've been to public land, like, out in Sleepy Hollow and shit, and fucking during opening day gun, and I'm like, holy moly, I'll never go out there again. And you got, I avoid, I avoid public land with a gun at all costs. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if I had the chance to go on private for gun, that'd be great. But I don't I just, I don't, I don't know a lot of people that have. That I can go like, hey, here, can I go hunt with you? And I don't use it. I've asked Sean a few times, but can't go. Fuck Sean. That's fair. One, one spot, I was, it's probably not you. I don't think Mike would mind if you went out and shot some does because uh, yeah, we need does off there badly. Yeah, but I get it. Like I, I understand yeah. that. I wouldn't want a bunch of people coming to my land either if I had if I had my own. But yeah. If I want to go hunting, I gotta go where i can go you know but like i like respect that out of you because i mean obviously you've done some pretty extravagant hunts and all that and like you could probably like work your way you could just be like well i want to get a lease and do the lease thing or something but you're like nah, i'm gonna grind it out and 
do it on public, especially in Iowa and stuff. Like that's just that that was just fun. Like it was it was really hard, but it was it was a lot of fun. Sorry, I keep bumping this table. No, you're good. But yeah, but the um the Iowa hunt, we um we went out there uh, before the rut, and we were there for about two and a half weeks. I think we were camping, and we had this wall tent. It was it was a really nice setup. Um, but we had a few spots that we had scouted um, previous times being there and had a general idea where we wanted to go. And um, I got real lucky. The spot I shot my buck out of, that no, no, we didn't, I didn't run into a single other hunter there, which was really nice because there were a lot, a lot of people who went up there for that. And um, it was only like day four of the hunt. And um, <laughs> I had been, I had, I just got in a tree saddle. This is my first year using a tree saddle, which I really like. Sean's got one now too, and you you like it, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You need to get a different one. Quit. Hey, yeah, he needs to get. He's nice. <laughs> he get a, I I worry about you, man. I've just seen horror stories, man. I don't want no one I know get hurt by them. I don't I even want to say the brand. I love it. Well, th- just maybe be safe. I'll maybe I'll invest. Just be I safe. Have a, I just, have a cruiser. That, that's real nice. That's I like a, that one a lot. Yeah. Just check your straps, dude. Just make sure you just check your straps. I'll just get a fucking harness from work. <laughs> that, why not? Go, go whatever do you want. Just to get do. some tree spikes. OSHA approved. <laughs> yeah. But um, so <clears throat> this is my first. This was my first hunt using the saddle as well. So um, I had found this uh, spot in there that I had liked in it. The trees there. There were a lot of trees. It was thick, but there weren't a lot of trees that I could, I felt like would support someone of my size. <laughs> yeah, yeah like describe- Dan, Dan, what are you, 6'1"? Six 6'1", one? Six one, about 275. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but fairly big dude. And I stick out like a sore thumb on a tree. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you got to use some bigger trees or you'd be... What, side note, when we were, when we were up north... <laughs> We were sitting relatively close, a couple hundred yards away. I walk over to Dan before we go out, and it's dark. Um, and I'm walking up. I'm like, man, where is he? I look up. This man is at least 35 foot up in the, in the tree, in this skinny little tree, about eight uh, inches in diameter. Yeah, it was small, and I regretted it instantly. Sticking out like a sore thumb. that day was windy as shit. Do I don't you think you that? belong in a saddle. You're I love big. the saddle. You're too big. I love it. What? I love uh, the saddle. I think it's great. But um, the... <clears throat> I love the saddle in general. I mean, it's such a useful tool. Oh, like, yeah. there's, I've never found a tree that I probably can't get in. Yeah, I mean, I got in a tree that was a little bit bigger than my fist, and I went up 30 feet. And, but that's... I don't know if this is true or not, but it's just kind of how I kind of justify it in my mind. I like going up as high as I possibly can, because I figure... Because I do... I stick out like a sore thumb. I'm, I'm not great at getting cover and doing all that. So I figure the higher I go, the better chance I have not being seen by the deer on the ground. Because I, I don't think they're going to look up like that super, like strain their neck. You'd be surprised. Yeah. You, oh, yeah, I know. Deer around here. Yeah. But so the tree I found in that field, it wasn't a field. It was a tall grass. It was about 40 yards wide surrounded by woods. And it had a trail, a game trail coming in the left corner and then around the backside up up the 
mountain slash hill. I don't really know how, what to describe it because it wasn't it wasn't a hill, but it wasn't a mountain either. So I don't, I don't really know how to describe that. But um, I had been kicking this spike out of there every day, and I was just like, and I was seeing a bunch of does, and I had a doe tag and a, and a buck tag, so I was I was I was going to shoot one of those does, but they were just a little outside my range. I'm still fairly new to compounds, so I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not taking any shots above 20 yards, really, that I feel comfortable with. Um, but so, uh, it was the fourth day of the hunt, and I was in school at the time, and this was still when they were doing their stupid COVID bullshit, where I was online the whole time. So I, I had to drive into Decora, which was the little town they had there, to take a, a test that day and I the test took a little longer than I thought it was going to take and I got out super late I think I didn't get out there until about four and uh, by the t- so I my dad had wanted me to try a different spot that was kind of behind where I had been sitting and um, I got back there but again I couldn't find a tree that I thought would be good for me so I was just like ah screw it I it's already too late. I might as well just go to where I've been sitting in the mornings and just see if I can see anything. I, while I was walking back to the field, the, the grass field I was in, they had uh, I kicked out three does. And when I got to my tree, there was a spike just staring at me in the left corner. And he kind of dipped out, and I started climbing. And then when I was halfway up the tree, that same spike, just kind of meandering along, did not care at all that I was climbing this tree not very quietly either, <laughs> but um, I get up there, and you guys know how the saddles work. You got the tree tether, and then the, the linemen's, I think that's what The, the linemen's. Yeah, the linemen's. And then the tether's the tether. yeah. So I got up into my stand and just had the um, linemen's on, and as I'm pulling up my bow, I see that spike look over to his left and then just dip out of there, and... Um, so I looked over to the left, and there comes the buck that I shot, just walking right towards me. And I didn't even have my bow out, or I wasn't clipped into the tree. I didn't have anything ready. So I got my bow up as quickly as I possibly could. He had uh, he had stopped on the opposite side of this, like, 40-yard grass field. And I was like, ah, well, that's too far for me. I'm going to get a quick video of him, just in case. Because that's, I don't know why, but I wanted to video of him in case I, he didn't come in but so I took the video and as I was taking the video he turned and just like made a beeline right for me so I was like oh shit this is, this is actually happening I'm, <laughs> I've got a chance here and um so he came up right to my tree and moved to the left and was quartering away from me and I had um I'm a lefty so I wasn't super thrilled because I had to like go over my Lyman's boat, Lyman's with my bow to try and get the shot, and uh, but I mean he was six yards, and I just um, I took a second. There was a there was almost a point where I was like, do I want to shoot him? It's day four, but then I was like, yeah, I want to shoot him. <laughs> I mean he's six yards. What what am I gonna do? And uh, so I shot, and it was I mean it hit him uh, back, and came out the front shoulder, front right shoulder. And I could see he kicked and ran off. And I could see the arrow in the ground. And I was like, oh, man, 
this is great. I get, now what? Now I gotta I gotta track him and do all this stuff. So I was waiting. I called my dad because I actually had connection in this tree, which was awesome. <laughs> it made the days a little a little shorter. But I called him and he was like, they had gone about an hour and a half away to hunt this like golf course they had found, um, just to see scouted out the stuff. So they were super far away. So he told me just uh, get down, back out, and go go wait for us in the truck. And I was like, all right. And, but then I was like, that's, I, that was a really good shot. I, I, I saw where he ran. I'm just going to walk to that corner and see, see what I can see. So I got down and uh, started walking the edge of the field because I'd, I'd seen the last point where I saw him and I didn't want to go over the blood just in case um, I messed something up. So I just kind of walked around the edge and got to that corner and looked down and there was a big old puddle of blood and I was like, yeah, that's fucking awesome <laughs> and <laughs> so i took another step there was even more blood and then i looked up and to the right and he was laying dead five yards from where the that little trail was so he, he went about 55 yards and it was it was really really cool it was my first it, he's not the biggest deer in the world but he was awesome for me i liked it a lot I mean, you did everything right. I mean, you set up, you picked the spot, you did all that. So that's like a huge thing. It's just like, at that point, it doesn't matter if it's a doe, buck, or whatever. It's just like, you won the game of chess. So yeah. that's, that's well. It wasn't a small deer either. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what it would score, but I'd say it's got to be at least 120, right? Yeah, we we scored him, but it, I I, can't, I don't know if I did something wrong because I'm not very good at it, but. So, yeah, so I thought it was your your friends or your dad's yeah. buddies thought it was. We all thought it was a 120, 125, Yeah. Yeah, and I thought I thought well, you know, take off ten right off the bat, right? <laughs> yeah. So one fifteen, one twenty, but that's that's in on on a picture. But it's also yeah. your first buck. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's all I cared about. So your first buck with a bow on public land, one hundred and twenty inch deer. Um, Shawnee, what was your first buck with a bow? We don't, uh, well, with a compound? I can tell you, compound bow? With a bow. Oh Not that big. Oh, your crossbow? Yeah. yeah. My first my first buck with a crossbow was about 80 inches, if that. Second one my was first, 100. My first buck I ever killed was with a compound, and I bet you it was about a 30-inch five-point <laughs> that I thought was a spike when I shot it. Mm -hmm. So, uh, 120 inch deer. Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, you grew up a little bit different with some of the things you got to see your dad do, but uh, that's a, that's a heck of a deer, even for you know me, who's I've killed a, a good amount of deer. I, I'll shoot 125 inch deer all day. Oh yeah, I couldn't have been I couldn't have been happier. There was there was that one moment before I shot him. I was like, do I want to? But I only said that because it was day four. I had another two weeks to go. It was like. But the the opportunity was perfect. I mean, it, it was it was just a really cool experience. I thought that. Do you think your standards in Michigan public land are lower oh, than 100%. like what your expectations were in Iowa? hundred <laughs> percent. You don't want to hear what we were talking about when we were up north together. <laughs> we're not gonna mention it, but nope. it was bad. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong. I mean, there's people when we were like up in deer camp and like. They'll say they'll shoot spikes and all that. And those like, little fuckers with those little nubs, they're gone. It's just, <laughs> like, and 
I don't really give a shit what anybody shoots. Like you're gonna shoot shoot whatever makes you happy and all mm. that. So, but it's just like you just can't. You, that person just can't say, "Man, I wish there was bigger bucks in Michigan." Then shoot. Exactly. That's what pisses me off on yeah. that. And then and, and I know a few people like that. And then, and then it's like the people that if you shoot a like a spike like that and then like they shoot like five fucking does then i'm really happy i'm like i don't care then shoot as many spikes as you want as long as you're taking more does than you're taking bucks mm-hmm. and, uh. well it's like you would think it'd be the the teenagers who are shooting spikes and small stuff like i oh. shot i shot a small buck when i was my first buck when i was like 17 minka shot a small one in his first buck but it's yeah. it's the it's the old dude boomers. yeah it's the 40 50 year old crazy them damn boomers i tell you <laughs> and they're the ones who complain the most. Yeah, my property. That, I'll do what I want. Blah blah blah. They'll. They're the reason why Michigan will never have like a statewide APR or mm-hmm. a one buck tag. The, 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 it sucks, but. And that's why we go to Iowa and Kansas and all. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's that's what I just like. I can't. I gotta stop bitching about. Well, I'm not gonna stop bitching about Michigan, so I'm gonna <laughs> leave Michigan. That's why I'm gonna. Like, I'm not gonna sit here and just bitch about it and just stay there. That's why I'm like, I'm over. It is an interesting difference, though, between Michigan and, like, somewhere like Iowa. Like, you have all the people who will shoot whatever is brown here. Like, if, if they see it move, they're going to kill it. But in Iowa, during the rut, not so much late season. Late season, they kind of kill whatever. But but that's mostly all residents, yeah, right? That's all residents. Yeah. Yeah. But in the during the um, during the rut, it is like no one talks about shooting a spike. No one. It's not going to happen. Like I met, maybe on someone's private land, if they got a little kid, they want. But like, from all the people I met there and talked to, it wasn't. It's not something they do. I can tell you, uh, if you find someone in Michigan who uh, tells you that they're aiming for a 180 inch deer, they're probably chased <laughs> as a bush light deep. I can guarantee you that, because <laughs> there's no chance that uh, someone in Michigan on public land's waiting around for a 180. No. Let alone come back to camp with a 170 telling you they didn't shoot it. So yeah. it's just a different mentality for people out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the thing, like, I tell all the time, like, like yes, I would love some places I'd love to shoot a 150-inch buck. Like, <coughs> does my property have it, though? That's the thing. Is like, you can't just say, oh, I'm going to wait for a 150. Well, well, is there even 150s in the area? Mm-hmm. Like, you can't. They just don't magically grow. Yeah. Like, the deer to get that big. Uh, the stars have to align, mm-hmm. like, because there's so many cars that you just, I mean, deer that get hit by cars and just like sickness and just hard winters and stuff. So, and also, it's like how deep and how hard you want to go for them. It's yeah. like the guy who was with us on public who passed that deer, he was going 10, 12 miles out. Yeah. And not many people are doing that. No. I'm not doing it. No. It sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> I'll go on a hike for an elk, but I'm not. I'll hike for whitetail, yeah. but. But the difference with the elk, though, is, I mean, you're not generally carrying a tree stand on your back, yeah, you know? you're just going there's, after them. There's, there's no, yeah. rarely a tree stand with elk hunting. That's what was so hard when I went down to Ohio, carrying a 30-pound <coughs> climber, and then your backpack of food for the day a, a mile in, like, man, yeah. that's, that's a chore up and down those hills. Oh, yeah. So, what's your, what do you think? In the next five years, what do you want to accomplish as a hunter and self? I mean, well, we're setting up an elk hunt for uh, 2024, and I'll actually have a bull tag for that one. So I want 
that's my main goal probably. Um, in regards to like Whitetail in Michigan, I'd like to do some more scouting, like learn how to do it a little bit better. Just and, like the woodsmanship yeah, of it. The, yeah, because okay. like I'm not, I'm probably not gonna find some farm that I can go hunt on. I gotta, I gotta get out there and buy some trail cameras because I don't like any trail cameras. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go find like some public, like actually go out and hike down where all the the people who just go out get out of their truck and walk 10 yards into the woods aren't going to go so um and i'd like to get a buck here i'd like to get a michigan buck because i haven't got one of them got a bunch of quite a handful of does but i haven't got a michigan buck yet um what else would i like to do with Connor? i want to move to alaska and that would be within the next five years so what do you want to do up there well i'm in a nursing school right now and i want to go be a nurse up there Cause, I mean, I can't think of anything better. Or work, work in Anchorage or Homer or somewhere like that. Get paid pretty good money. Cause they they love their their nurses up there. And then I just as a resident of Alaska, you can hunt. You get a big old handful of tags. I think it's about six bucks that you like. You pay six dollars and you get caribou, moose, all the bear. Um, uh, what else they got? Six dollars. Yeah, $6. $6. Fucking, oh, no. they're greedy. <laughs> we pay $20 for a small buck. Don't they pay you to move there too? Yep, you get a you, you get paid to live in Alaska. I don't think as much, but you do. It used to be a lot more. But um, You'd be amazed. They keep making me pay to live here in Michigan. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, and, and another big upside to living in Alaska rather than just going hunt there. You don't need a guide. So you can go hunt brown bears. You can go all the guided hunts that non-residents can't go on without one. You can go and do it. Can can you – I wonder how that works. Could you bring a non-resident with yes. you? If you have a family member who lives there, you can go hunt with them. And I think it's – Well, like, you need to adopt us, Oz. <laughs> Go move up there. You're going to adopt all of us. <laughs> <laughs> but, and if you know someone who comes up there, like if you, if you drew a guide tag, you can go with your friend who lives there. They don't need like, now the, if anyone facts check this, it might not be true, but I, I don't know. But I've, what I've heard is that if you know someone who lives there, they can take you out and you don't need to go through an outfitter. But, but I'm like, not quite sure about that one. It probably is like you have to like sign the tag too or something. If there's like any discrepancy, you're probably yeah. gonna get in trouble oh, yeah. too. So most likely. Yeah. But I just think that'd be awesome. Live there for as long as I want to, and then the end goal probably would be to go like Arizona or something, so I can hunt elk. Cause that's that's the thing I love the most. I think it's just such a different different style. And the country's awesome, and all that. So. Arizona. And the weather would be nice. Yeah, Arizona has some stack ass deer. Then they have like yeah. coos mule, deer, mule deer, mule deer, coos deer. They got a lot of. They got a buddy that he's a guide down there. Uh, uh, shout out Franco, but dude, some of the deer they shoot there is just insane, and some of the elk they shoot is just crazy. They're huge. Yeah, it takes a lot oh, of yeah. points. I think a lot for, of points for non-residents. Mm -hmm. so. For the best units, my dad, I think he he shot two two bulls there um the first one i think it took him 18 points Jeez. to draw a, the unit he was in and then 
the second time he went, I think it was only like six points, but it wasn't the best. Like it wasn't, it wasn't a, pr- a premier unit. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so. yeah. But man, elk is awesome. Tastes good. They're super cool. They're giant. People don't get how much bigger they are than whitetails. Yeah, they're they're huge. Like you know they're bigger, but when when you see them, you're like, oh damn, that's a big horse. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I I stride. I I need to just get out there and elk hunt. Even if I get my teeth kicked in, I just need to just get out there just because I got some points coming up here. I got Utah, and then Wyoming. I think two more years I'll draw Wyoming probably, mm-hmm. and then for like a really good unit. Yeah, but I don't want my really good unit tag to be the first time I go out there. So. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a big one. Yeah, so I need to do some like just going out um, for elk and elk and spike like just to go out and hunt it because you can buy those i know you can get them over the counter in utah because i because i've done it i'm not i'm not quite sure about the other western states if you can just go buy a cow tag over the counter i, I think colorado has you can get an elk bull tag yeah, over the counter but, but they're like ruining that state yeah it's again really popular and then they're i and probably they're, won't ever go and then introducing wolves and all that shit and then oh they're introducing wolves to colorado yep well Bye elk. Yeah, they're, they're they're wolves are cool. They're they're a great thing. That's what they say up in the UP. They just fucking they kill everything. They dude. kill everything, dude. They're so nasty. They're they have no predators. They yeah. will kill everything and anything. Oh, dude, they, it's nuts how much it's crazy. Like their home range and all that is insane, yeah. like, dude. It's crazy. Like uh, one of my guides out in Wyoming and stuff. Like he'll, he'll kill wolves and all that, but he just says they're so smart because they used to. Yeah. To keep them under control, they would do with, with like helicopters and stuff. Yep, yep. And then like they got so smart, they couldn't even do it anymore. And then like we were asking them, I say, why don't you ever like? Because we'd see coyotes, but you never hear coyotes howl. Mm-hmm. He's like, they don't howl because of the wolves. Yeah, they'll kill them. They'll, yeah, they'll kill them. It's it's crazy. Like uh, the, my dad, uh, you guys know he's been everywhere. Right. Yeah. He's been in Africa. He's been all these places. He's been on the side of a mountain with his doll sheep with grizzly bears all around him with a tarp. And that's how he was doing it because he couldn't do anything else. But the only time he's ever been scared, he told me, was he was in, gosh, I think he was in the Yukon, and he saw a wolf through his spotting scope at, like, a very far way away. But he swears that that wolf looked at him through that spotting scope, and it, it gave him chills. Like, it was the only time he'd ever been scared out, out hunting. It makes sense because they will kill you. Yeah, they're, they're not fun. Oh, I'm trying to think whoever <coughs> this guy. He's a like a YouTube hunter and all that. He killed he killed the wolf with a 10 millimeter with a gun, like because it was just so close, like and all. It was so insane. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd love to kill a wolf. Yeah, yeah. They're so hard. It just be and mostly illegal wherever you go now. Yeah, some places like I think Idaho, they pay you when you kill yeah, them. Yeah. So some of the states that have the correct mentality, yeah, politically, they'll be like, "Yeah, kill these wolves," but you come here, they're they're starting to get into the UP, right? Or oh, they're already yeah. in the UP. yeah, they're in the UP. They're yeah. decimating up yeah. there. But we have friends who have, I don't know what I can't remember if they were doing bears or what, but they they had wolves kill their dogs. Yeah, they ran through, and the wolves just snapped them up, killed them. It's not- it's crazy, but they they want to like re I think they want to reintroduce <coughs> them to 
certain part of Colorado and all that, and like people are just like, dude, they're just gonna kill everything. Yeah, between that and the thousands of people that go to hunt elk every year, yeah, there won't be many more elk there. And it's a lot of the like I call them good normal hikers, but you know what I mean when. But uh, I had a buddy that said he was out in Colorado. He's like, dude, I'm deep. He's like, I'm like five miles deep, and and when you're like five miles, and it's not like five miles for us walking, and like you're going through. Oh, yeah elevation and he's like i'm deep and all this and i'm just sitting there spotting and all of a sudden i see this this girl and then like her like 10 year old daughter with her just hiking doing the daily daily routine he's like what the hell why they're just back there just to enjoy the the scenes but it's just like whoa it's just like crazy how popular and all that well they um you know hunt in public right yeah yeah I, i like watching them they went elk hunting in colorado last year and um, they hiked, I think they said they hiked 14 miles back for elk. And they still ran into people. Like, to me, that's just, I'm not, no. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was, yeah, I know. I, I'll wait a few years and go somewhere where I can actually go on a hunt and enjoy without having to worry about running into people or yeah. people shooting your your elk or, or anything like that. If you plan on doing one tag a year, you can, like, really stagger it because you can just do, like, Montana <laughs> And then yeah. like Wyoming, Go all Utah, around. like every other year, just right there. If you do the point system, then like then you get your big ones like Arizona every mm-hmm. like ten years or whatever. So you really can like plan it out and all that. But I know there's some like Canada hunt ones <coughs> too you can do. But well, if you got a couple, if you're a millionaire, you can go hunt them in California. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I did see a lot more people hunting in California now and all that. But for not so not not like super rich people though. But but not, I don't know about elk and stuff. They were like talking about deer and stuff and all. That. Hell, I didn't even know you could hunt in California until yeah. My dad was telling me about it. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. You still there, Matt? Yeah, I'm still here. I was playing with the baby there. He was a little fussy. <laughs> what are you doing? Feeding Mountain Dew or something? Yeah. No, he's just uh, he's just Mountain Dew and <laughs> Strong baby, he likes it. Yeah, that's little fat baby eats. <laughs> Gonna get CPS called on you. <laughs> <laughs> so there he goes again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you got anything, Shawnee? Anything new with you? What's your goals this year? I think. Well, me. Well, I want to go out of state with Dan, depending on his his school schedule. Um, We're not quite sure if he can. Well, maybe Ohio, Kentucky, Indiana, one of something like that. Um, Just like a weekend trip or something, or something. That's probably what it would have to be for me. Um, But I'd like to put in some points for a little bit more states this year, and. for next year, shoot more does is, is a big one. Yeah. Well, this year we're going to get Shawnee on his first turkey. Yeah, that, I was talking yep. about him with it. Yep. Never – well, I've been turkey hunting um, when I was like 13, but he'd make us to put me on one. I really love See it. See what all the hype's about. I, I think it's I just a blast. It. It's like, it's, a, it's such a good filler to me. Like, I yeah. don't – I'm not one of the person that, like, dreams about it. Like, oh, like that. Mm-hmm. Like. But like when you're doing it, it's pretty fun. And like when they're just gobbling their head off, or <laughs> Matt's so, Joe, you got 
real spoiled with your I got so fight. spoiled, dude. It was only what six minutes, five minutes into the daylight or shooting yeah, hours. Yeah, we. It took us longer to put up the blind than it did for you to shoot your turkey. <laughs> dude, it was so awesome. And then our camera was out of focus, dude. I, oh man, <laughs> it was such great, dude. It, it was like something like. Like after it happened, like damn, we're 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 that good. Cause I was like, we set up, we shot this fucking bird. It probably could have, we probably could have shot it over or let it strut in the field for like 10, 20 minutes, mm. dude. It, yeah, it was perfect. But three D, we need to do some three D. Yeah, we tried to go this year, but it just didn't fit in the schedule. No, a little too late. Too. Yeah, yeah. Three D, something I'd like to do. Yeah, there's a club um, that I used to be at. When I was when I was real little, um, it's called Land of Lakes Archery Club. Yeah, they do. They let compound bow hunters in there now. Yeah, because it, it used to be it used to be just strict traditional. Yeah, like that's that's it. But there aren't that many of us anymore. No, no. But it's kind of coming back. So <clears throat> that's good. I, that's that's one of my main goals. So I don't want to shoot compounds forever. I want to get. Yeah, what made you them. switch to compound? Michigan hunting. No. Oh. I couldn't. I, I, I just couldn't do it. Because where I, where I'd go, the chances of me seeing a deer at Ryan's within 15, 20 yards, not not likely. Yeah. Chances of you seeing a deer. Aren't yeah. <laughs> Easy happens here. Then no when you do that. see, you see a shit ton of them that you don't want. Me and Minka's got to put in a uh, food plot too. That's that's on the list. Yeah, that's gonna be a fun weekend adventure. Get some food on the property. We need to just get a lease. Yeah. Yeah, we're working on that too. I don't think we are. Well, we're talking. I haven't heard anything about it. I haven't heard nothing about it. We're 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 at least talking about it. I I told Dan he can uh, if we need more people. He's he's willing to put on it. I'm in. Yeah, 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 I gotta get out and start asking. I think is the big issue. Yeah. What happened to that dude your neighbors with? Didn't weren't you talking to him about he was gonna let you hunt his land if we did like? Oh no, I'm not neighbors with him. No, he. So that's <clears> out in Bancroft. It's good. It's a good area, but there's already people who hunt it. Oh. And make us brought it up. You know, if you give him a price, you'll pay him a price to. Let only off. some people on it that are on the lease and nobody else, but I don't really want to. I'm pretty sure the people who hunt it are the dude's family, so I don't want to go through all that, too. Oh, yeah, that's a tough uh, mm. that's a tough one to go through, yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> Money talks, though, baby. <laughs> well, they're yeah. farmers, so I don't think it's going to make that big of a difference for them. They're hurting the no. most, man. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I doubt you're gonna be able to kick family off, but no, I I wouldn't even attempt to do yeah. that. Yeah, um, there's just sometimes you just know when to fold them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Matt, get on it, man. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> we need like 250 acres for like five <laughs> five people, and we don't want to pay over like 500 bucks. So yeah. make that happen. <laughs> that okay. be an interesting Let's get right there. Yeah, I can uh, I can lead you to some state land right there. For, for that make me pay for state land. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about those signs right there. Yeah, yeah. I just put that up to keep people out. Yeah, <laughs> nah. yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs>
Well, you got anything, Matt? I currently don't know. Okay, well, I appreciate you coming on, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. No, it was. Yeah. I imagine there's a lot more stories we we could pry from you and all that. I mean, all the awesome hunts and stuff, and just just being out there. I mean, it's super cool. Like you're still super young. Like I waited. I was 30 when I went out west. I'm like, damn. I wish I would have did that when I was younger. At least that. But it's hard when you not know no one. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah. So but, I got pretty lucky. Yeah. But I mean. At least you're, you're keeping on it. Some people just like go out there and then they come back here and go, well, fuck, I'm never going to hunt Michigan because I can just go do that. So. Yeah. Or some people take the other route there. Well, I'm only only hunt exclusive land or, you know, get like $10,000 leases and shit. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, I do appreciate you coming on here, man. I'm looking forward to that. We'll keep in t- contact and all that, but thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you. Yep.